guys don't give a shit about anything really you know like we're pretty dumb we monkey brain women. yeah monkey brain oh how do we get go oh man need money <laughs> man need fire no man need money <laughs> Welcome to the worst Asian podcast, where a couple of Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. Hello, my name is Linji. I'm here once again with my co-host, Ben. What's up? You doing good? Yeah, man. I feel like I see you so much, but mm-hmm. I actually only see you once a week when we do this. Or, or the other, every other week even now. Or every other week when you're late, something <laughs> like that. I feel like you've moved into my house. Yeah, man. You're like that That's shitty true. guy that comes over to stay for a while and you just bumps mm-hmm. out on your couch. I'm uh, I'm I'm Kramer, bro. I'm Kramer. I was like, hey, Jerry, what you doing? Coming up on today's episode, big question. Do Asian Americans, or just Asians in general, care way too much about money? Mm. Uh, just remember, just to preface all this, none of this is financial advice. Right. Please don't take it seriously. It's for entertainment. We are not financial advisors. Right. This does not constitute legal advice. Do you think there's ever been a podcast that got sued for like... You told me to do this. There has to be. And they're giving financial advice. Like, imagine, like, there's, like, bros that, like, sued Joe Rogan, saying, like, you told me, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has, he has a whole office. He has a whole company just to deal with that shit. If you and I get sued. We are so fucked. I'm going to have to deal with all that shit. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, peace. Later. What what podcast? I don't know what talking about. When you start putting stuff online, don't put anything online that you wouldn't want a judge saying out loud in court. That's true. It's getting to the point like you really have to be careful to cancel culture too. Yeah, we're definitely getting canceled one day. To give context, because mm-hmm. when we talk about money, I think it always makes more sense to kind of get to know the person that's saying the thing. It's a big difference if Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Elon <laughs> Musk is like trying to give you financial advice, Dogecoin to the moon. That seems kind of stupid. Oh, Shiba coin. (laughs) Shiba coin to the moon. To the moon, baby. Mm. You want to get into like our Mm. personal beliefs about money in general? My thoughts on money. I think money is evil. Uh, I think capitalism is bad. No, um, I think for most part in my life in this city, in this country, uh, money has been a great thing. I do think that I wish I had developed better discipline. In terms of what? How you spend your money or how you make your money? Yeah, like how to spend it, this and that. Some people are just really good at saving and like being like fiscally responsible. Number one rule, no debt. That's what they say. Yeah. Number two, start invest. I really actually do wish I did that in my 20s. How old are you? I am 34. So am I. But we're at very different points in our life. Yes, I'm in your home. This this gorgeous castle with a pool. I'm house poor. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about that. I've heard about that. That's a real thing now. It's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's what I have to look forward to? I have much more debt than you do. That is true. And that, is that true. shit's always on my shoulder. It's like... Does <laughs> <laughs> that... Like, you wake up, you're like, fuck. I got all this shit on me. My money is very, very important. You know, like, when they're saying, like, oh, money doesn't mean happiness. Rich people tell you that. It's a yeah. bunch of BS. Exactly. I forgot who it was. I was watching... Okay, I've been I've been happy poor and I've been happy rich. It is much better <laughs> being happy rich. And that's the truth. So can you tell me about what your opinion is on money now? I think we're both very privileged. Yes. And by all metrics, by all standards, we're very privileged. Very. We don't have to worry about food. We don't have to worry about somewhere to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. But I do think that my opinion on money has changed a lot over time. 
Yeah, as you know, we've gotten I, older. I used to really be a workaholic. Yo, so, you know, ride or die with my money. People that don't know, I can say you're probably one of the hardest working dudes I ever met. Like, How much do you want me to Venmo you for that? <laughs> How much do you <laughs> Trying to make me look good. For real, man, like when you, you're able to get a job, yeah. you're always, you're going to school, you're taking on more credits than like the normal average student. Because I was just trying to get that shit over with. Yeah, dude. And you're working full time. You took winter classes, summer classes. That's like some brainiac shit. And you're like, yo, just be a man. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, you're right. I'm if you're like, not good, just get better. Yeah. <laughs> I used to really just care a lot. Not in a greedy sense, I would say. But just in terms of getting yourself, uh, getting yourself established, meeting those life goals. People say what they want about money, you know, but money gets you to certain milestones in life. Amen. But now I'm at the point in my life where at this moment right now, I don't have a job per se. I mean, I don't have a full-time job. I know, I'm a, I'm, I technically, dude, you, uh, it's a little you bit do. different. So I'm a full-time house husband. Yes, you are. The real house dad of Flushing. When we were pregnant with my first child, me and my wife made that conscious decision. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was working as a property manager out in Brooklyn. People that know real estate, that really takes up a lot of your time, both in the office and out of the office. Right. I used to have to take work home with me in a, not in a literal sense, but mm -hmm. I used to always have to be on call. So Clients when, you had to like check up on, yeah, properties, right. properties, construction projects. That There was just a lot to manage. We made a decision that it was financially, it would have been better if I kept my job, but it made more sense because my wife's job has more work-life balance. And just in terms of location, she's also closer. Yeah. But now it's kind of evolved to the point where mm -hmm. me and my wife, I have like a small side thing and we don't take it as seriously. We do enough just to, you know, get by. We're not looking for much more. Compared to like before. Right. We know what we want. We know mm -hmm. what we have is enough. Being like a father, seeing your kid grow up. Makes a big you're, difference. Yeah. You know There's much are, more dude? important things. You're, you're like the... Um... You're like the NBA player that's like in his like late 30s. I want to see my kid go to school. I want to see him for a JV practice. You're at that point. like Yeah, but those NBA players can retire with however much money that they have. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes. It's like a different story. Right. But now you're like, you know what? I, if I'm going to play for a team, it has to be near my house, near my family. You know, like you're in that mode now. Yeah. You know, before it's I mean, like, like, no, I'll just grind, grind, complete grind. Complete dad, house, husband mode right now. Would you say that mm -hmm. Asians in general care too much about money? Short answer, uh, fuck to the yell. Definitely. Yeah, dude. 100%. I think that's all we think about. Well, not me, but in general, that's all we think about. Everyone cares a lot about money. It's yes. not just Asians. Yes. This is all just, how you say stereotyping without making it sound negative? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, how do you stereotype without stereotyping? Tell me uh, you're racist, but not tell me you're racist. Is it not racist because we're Asian and we're saying a Asians care too much about money? Man, I'm going to sound like some like nationalistic Asian or something. You know, like I'm so proud of it, proud of it. But I do think that Asians tend to care about money, but they do it in a way where it makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like it's fiscally responsible. Again, okay. it's not financial advice, entertainment purposes only. Please don't sue us. Yeah, please do not sue us. We have jack shit. But yeah, like I think Asians do care. It's all about like having a nice car, the house. And then, I think it depends yeah. where you're coming from, right? Different generations care about money in different ways. Yes. There's a difference between caring about money just because you're poor and you need to make money just to bring food home. And right. on the other side of the spectrum, there's caring too much about money that your Hermes bag is not good enough. So you need whatever next That's level true. bag that you need to get. Yeah, right? that is true. Like every Asian mom even needs like a nice designer bag. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a status symbol, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. 
at least with first generation Asian Americans. And yes, it's more from a standpoint of just trying to make a lot of money and caring a lot about money just so you can survive. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Maybe the younger generation now maybe just care too much about money right. as a status symbol. It's really interesting. Like, I guess I think we're, we're at a point where, where we're trying to like not say anything too offensive or stereotypical. I have these thoughts in my mind right now. Let's be real. Like we, we grew up where like when we were younger, the moment we were able to work, what did we try to buy? Nice clothing. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Uh, sneakers, especially. Remember that? You definitely yeah. went through like a phase of like- Yeah, getting, I did. You had like so many It was very pairs. superficial. You had like 30 pairs of Dunks and like Jordans and shit. Did you have Jordans too? I forgot. Yeah, I was like OG hype beast. Yeah, man. I was. Yeah, dude. Stupid and me. Some people, I forgot. I think it was you that mentioned it. Like every American, like almost like 75 or maybe higher- to live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah. It's they don't even have, like that. It's crazy. They don't even have like $1,000 in savings. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's terrifying. Especially younger people nowadays. Right, you know, like- Because they kind of have a safety net in the sense that- Yeah, that's true. You can always fall back, fall back to your parents. Yeah, I have a that's friend what, like that. That's why so that's many people really don't move out of their parents' place till they're in their late 20s, 30s, or maybe even- yeah, I got. I just got like angry thinking about all the friends that are like they have that safety net. I get really mad about. I'm like, oh fuck you and your safety net. Like, I know because you're your parents' safety net. It's like reverse. Yes. It's the opposite. For yeah, you guys. reverse Uno, bro. <laughs> oh man, I get really upset because I have a friend. He's not the most financially stable, but he does make these decisions. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be doing that. You're complaining about money, but you shouldn't be buying this. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I couldn't see this when I was younger. Now, I think when we're in our 30s, the concept of money. Yeah, like I see it now and... And you don't want to be the gatekeeper for how someone else should spend their money. All right, dude. Yes. But you can definitely go at home and criticize. <laughs> you could in go private, you can criticize. criticize them. It's fine. Is there anything that you think is significantly different about older and younger generations? Older generations that you see, like the OGs, especially with the Chinese, like, I could be wrong here. I'm not Chinese. You mm, are. Yeah. Um, I, I really respect the hustle of, like, the OG Chinese people. Like, yeah. you see them, like, collecting cans. Yeah, they'll know? do whatever and, it takes just to get by. Right. And they're, like, in their 80s. Yeah, that kind of breaks can. my heart sometimes when I watch them doing too. it. I'll be real with you. There was a point where, like, even my father, he's not, like, this is the one thing. Korean people need to have a well-paying job that's also superficial is that the case really yeah it really is they need to have the fancy car but like they live in like a fucking shithole yeah show off it's crazy like i see it. it's the only way like you get recognition which is really really sad you won't see like a korean ajishi or how many how to be like if he had to his only job was like being a janitor or like working at burger king yeah he won't take it it has to be something that he's comfortable with. You know, I could use my father as an example. <laughs> as I got older, I realized, man, you're kind of really lazy. <laughs> you know, you could get a job. And he's like, oh, no one would want to hire me. No one wants to do that. And in my mom, I'm like, no, you're, you're just lazy. You, you know, like, <laughs> you can, you can do something. Maybe you're generalizing your whole race just via your dad. Via my dad. That's <laughs> true, actually. That's a very good point. I don't know what it's like. Oh, the older Korean generation, they seem so country, country boyish. They can just like chill and they're like, yeah, oh, very laid now. back and everything they're so like that. So laid back, yeah. And then they just talk about like the past and have a cigarette. Like that's what it seems like. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. You don't want to be chill and just laid back and just, like talk shit about the good old days. I mean, I I do. That sounds glorious. I I mean, I do, but it, it's kind of sad when you see like only talking about the good old days. Now they have nothing to show for it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's also you trying to, I guess, create a standard for them. 
Maybe those, you know, that's where they they want to be in their life. That is true. Mm. My father, I always say, uh, shitty dad, but great, (laughs) cool as great dude. He's the kind of dude you want to have a a bro than a dad. More like a bro. Sometimes he'll say shit that I'm like, damn, you're fucking right. And he said one time, like how I was complaining about something, right? And he knew I was just really upset. And he was like, what's wrong? Why? Why are you so upset? I'm like, oh, because, you know, this and that, but I'm complaining, you know? And he was like, look at you. You can speak English. You don't sound like a fob. You have citizenship, yep. you know? You live in the greatest city. He was telling me, he's like, I didn't even know what a fucking uh, burger was or Coca-Cola was. I, I couldn't afford to eat that. Yeah. I come here and I get to. One time I had, um, that's not bougie, but like Johnny Blue, right? Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah. Whiskey. I bought him one. And you know what he said? And it kind of like made me teary. He was like, you know, I never, ever tasted this in my whole life. Yeah. And that made me want to cry. I was like, holy shit. I am so fucking spoiled. Yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's different levels and different yeah, standards. Man. They never, they didn't like, our parents didn't have air conditioning. You know? Well, there's a lot of countries that, that don't have air conditioning. Oh, that, right. That's a Western <laughs> privilege, right? Even just like having a toilet. Wow. You know, my, my, ta- my dad was like, we had to fucking shit in the hole, bro. <laughs> on the fucking floor. I couldn't be fat like you. <laughs> That's a sign of privilege. Do you think when Asians are being too cheap and trying to pinch every penny, does that count as caring too much about money? Because Asian people, stereotypically, Mm. are very cheap. I mean, there's a lot of other uh, cultures we, well, I will not name that you can stereotype. Because you look at Asian people, normally there would be the spectrum and you have the super cheap people on one side and like the crazy rich Asians on, on one side. For some reason, feels like Asians are either on one side of that spectrum uh-huh. or on the other. Super oh, rich or right. just like super cheap. <laughs> I think I do think being super rich means you have to be super cheap. Not so, if you're super rich. No, dude. And this is another thing I've noticed working in the restaurant, right? Based off tips. Sometimes we'll get like a pre-shipped and we'll talk about someone that's coming in like a VVIP, right? Yeah. The only reason why they're famous, they're super rich. Top 10 Forbes, riches, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're like the worst tippers. (laughs) They're like the shittiest tippers, bro. I I kid you not, there was this family that came in, right? Big family. I forgot what he did. I think he owned like all of India's like cell phone towers or cell phone phones. I forgot something like that, right? Like he went shopping clearly because his tags were still on him. But his shirts were like from like TG Maxx and Target and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no way. (laughs) And he didn't tip well. I'm like, yo, this is this guy has money, right? <laughs> this is the like world's richest dude, right? You want to know something funny too? I don't know how rich he is, but you know Genghis Khan. Oh yeah, yeah. that is so like far fetched. Genghis Khan still has like his bloodline, and one time I had to take care of him. I hope he doesn't hear this. Does his bloodline matter in, in the 2021? That, in the sense that, like, apparently he's still rich, royalty, and has money, right? But he came and ate. We can edit this out because I'm kind of scared <laughs> if, he, if he ever hears this. He was super cheap and super fucking annoying. After that dinner, after I took care of him, they decided to ban him from all the Nobus. You mentioned the whole status symbol, trying to look good on a superficial basis. Right. Nice kicks, the Lexus. For a lot of other people, it's more just about peer pressure. Peer pressure yeah. and family pressure, societal family pressure. pressure. That's really important. There's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of trying to keep face or save face. Mm-hmm. When you're Asian, go out there and, and, you, and you try to make a living for yourself. You're doing it both for yourself and kind of also doing it for your family. Mm-hmm. Not to bring status exactly, but at the very least, they're trying to go out there and not embarrass their family. Like you want to say, you want to say like, oh, I'm making money because 
parents took care of me yeah. or my grandparents, and I want to show my appreciation for them by getting this job and showing them that I can also provide. It's a great feeling. I definitely agree. Like it's a great, great feeling. Even at my job, I can't complain. We make really good money. Like now, I see it's stupid good money. Yeah. Some of these guys, like you know, they come in, they have like Kif, all this like designer brand stuff, and like that was Kif. Off, it's like this fashion line. Is it? Yeah, K I T. Way beyond the. Yeah, I know. I Yo, know. that's like when people say they're wearing drip. <laughs> and I, I genuinely don't know what that means. <laughs> When they were in that drip, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Um, I'll, I'll try to translate. Drip just means like, oh my god, I was gonna use another word. I was gonna say it's, <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> that's, that's okay, 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 okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we're everyone's like trying to wear a drip. Yes, it's the drip that they wear. Like Kith Jordans, you know, like they have nice Jordans every time they come in. Do Asians do that more though? Asians? Do you have like Asian coworkers who do that more? See, that's the thing, and this is where it gets stereotyping. It's strange because everyone does it, it though. Everyone does it, but I want to say Asians do it. They don't really do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they do it in different ways. So instead of the drip, it's the Lamborghini that's quietly parked around the back. Or they'll like actually be like, "No man, I bought crypto." Oh, or they walk around with their stock portfolio just taped to their back. Yeah, man. I, Here's I my balance sheet for this month. I'll, yeah, I'll go out, meet some people, and like bros, the Asian bros. Yo, man, Robin Hood. Yeah, bro, Robin Hood, baby, to the fucking moon. <laughs> It's very common. It's showing off, but just in different ways of showing off. So there's peer pressure.、Mm -hmm. There's trying to save face. There's、uh, flexing your money and trying to show status. Yeah. You know, there's like various reasons why Asians care so much about this, which、yes. is very common with the with、yeah. other races. You were telling me off pod that you know sometimes it's also just to cover up for their insecurities. Right. Have you seen that though? Oh yeah, all the time, dude. But it's hard to tell, though. So how can you tell someone's covering up for a security? Yeah. Oh, I, I'll give you a really good example. I see it a lot. I like to partake, you know, once in a while in you know glorious K Town, right? Have some drinks, party a little, right? Yeah, there's a reason why you get tested for COVID before each recording. That's right. That's you live right. a very sketchy life. Yes,、uh, it's not sketchy. Okay,、right. it's just a little. I just happen to be out in the nightlife、yeah. a little longer. You were saying sometimes I'll see. I see like a guy trying to like pick up a girl. There's this like whole idea like everything that men men does, it's only so he can get women. And you、That's、know, evolution, man. Yeah, and I was thinking about like guys don't give a shit about anything really. You know, like we're pretty dumb. But yeah, yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. we gotta, you know, we monkey need brain. Women, yeah, monkey brain. But the fact that we need girls is like, oh, how do we get girls? Oh, men need money. <laughs> you know, it's like men need fire. No, men need money. You know. That's what it is now. I see them like decked out, fucking nice clothing. They'll buy a, they'll buy a fucking table, bro. Like、yeah. a table at a club. It's like a yeah. mating. Yeah, it's、ritual. like a mating call. It's like coco. You know, they're fucking peacocking and shit. <laughs> are you trying to say that these guys otherwise would not be able to attract? Unfortunately, people. Yeah, unfortunately,、mm. um, is if you don't have money or you can't afford certain things, you're kind of a bum. If you can't take a girl out to a a nice dinner. Like a nice omakase, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't take her to a fucking、oh, yeah, it's Denny's. Tough. It's tough to be single. Yeah, and let's say not have enough money to do things like that. Right. Of course, if you're most, lonely. <laughs> of course, most women don't care about that shit. At the end of the day,、mm -hmm. you just want a good, nice man that you love. Okay. But when you meet someone that's brand new, you、mm -hmm. know, people say don't judge people by by how they look. Mm -hmm. That's very true, but you sometimes don't even get to see what's inside a person、right. until after you look at what's outside the person, and,、right. and that kind of includes like what you said, you know, flashing the money. Right, man. It's um, it's kind of sad. I I remember there was this one girl was into me, 
But I can tell she was kind of she she was asking like gold diggerish uh, questions. What do you do for a living? I swear to God, bro, it, it felt like she which was, investment firm do you use? Like, what's your credit score? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, <laughs> holy sh! <laughs> you want my credit karma as well? Like, <laughs> they're trying to rent an apartment. It's like an application. <laughs> I swear, yo, she, yeah, I swear. I was like, yo, you asking me out or you work for Rocket Mortgage? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Yeah. So maybe she was just trying to see if like, hey, this guy's a bum, and I want to sell him down in like a in like a year or two. Mm. Number one, she kind of thinks she's like the hot shit. Mm. I see it, and I'll see her stories on on the IG. I think a man should pay for all my things, uh, or then yeah. be like, "Who wants to send me money?" Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, just like that, out of the blue. Maybe she has a Patreon <laughs> or OnlyFans. She's like, "Oh, it's my birthday's coming up. Yeah, you you should give me money if you want me to be Jeez. happy." Like that, dude. Like yeah. it's getting to that point. Life is kind of forcing people to care too much about money. That's scary. Shout out to the women that are looking for a good man. Yeah, you know you deserve it. Yeah, never change for real. You know what goes hand in hand with wealth? Mm. Uh, mental health. Oh, yeah, wealth versus health. A lot of Asian people ignore their own health for the sake of wealth. We know a few. We know a few people like that. Yeah, I'll personally say I used to do that too. I did not put my health first. No, and man. when you're younger and you're in college, I know everyone does that, but like I really took it to like the extreme. I don't know how, you and did that, that was not good for me. I, yo, I don't know how you did it. You're just like, don't be a bitch, be a man. I'm yeah, like, like I said, if you're not good, just get better. <laughs> but seriously, oh. though, you know, mental health, especially inside the Asian community, is mm -hmm. a very rarely talked about thing. You know, trying to keep face, trying to make as much money, trying to. Trying to trying, keep up, just catch up even. Right, right. No longer, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to keep trying to keep up with the Chans and the Lees. I'm I'm a firm believer in and also just like therapy. I I recommend therapy for everyone. Oh, 100%. I think. I'm very lucky to like grow up with you, our friends since we we're kids. A lot of people don't have that too, I realize. You know, not just being That's living in a support great city. structure. Yeah, you know, that foundation. It is it like I didn't realize it, uh, how rare that is. Yeah, so for um, you it's good to be poor because you have friends. <laughs> yeah it's like you can't get rich make a lot of friends <laughs> right it, it, that alone can make you feel very rich you know people like will come up to it's like yo you're rich right you're yo you're one of those rich asians right i always sound like no i just feel rich what the hell does that even mean <laughs> you're like you looked at me like what the fuck <laughs> like are you on crack <laughs> it means like it means that i feel very rich and fortunate I get to eat a great meal. I have, for most part, a, you know, solid family, great friends. I can't complain. Do you think you saying. have that struggle between trying to balance your health and trying to attain as much wealth um, as you can? Actually, I think my health is, I mean, I'm still fat as fuck. <laughs> but I do think for most part, like my mental health and my physical health, I'm, I'm very blessed. Okay. Um, my wealth, I'm starting to now be like, oh, I need to get it, yeah, know, which yeah, I'm very yeah. excited about. Would you sacrifice like health? Um, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah, it, to some point. But that's the thing. I realize now there's some things that are just more important. And I know I can, you know, you can always make time out of your day to do something good for yourself. Always. Right? I believe in that. Not and when I, you have a kid, but usually always. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I your whole, Dad, did you really mean that? I think because of COVID too. COVID kind of like put me in a perspective like. Yeah, COVID's really changed everything. I realized what was really important. Holy crap. All the other <clears> stuff <throat> now became, you know, meaningless. COVID's also created a big situation where a lot of people um, now mm -hmm. are stuck at home. And yeah. you're kind of stuck at home with your own thoughts. And you're getting a chance, whether you like it or not, to reevaluate your own mental health. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And trying to find that balance between work and health. Yeah, looking yourself in that mirror. So many things that I see on the news about people working at home is actually a much better work-life balance. 
That's true. Because there's, there's two sides of it. People that found that balance took some time for themselves. And there's other people who unfortunately had that, that time by themselves and didn't do so well with it. Uh, for me personally, COVID, when it all happened, first I was like, yo, this is scary. Like I'm fucked. But then it, yeah. Because I was thinking about what was I doing pre COVID? If COVID never happened, I would still would have been like going out, doing this. So because of COVID, it, it rewired and reswitched me to be like, oh, what's really important? It really paved the way for me. I'm still immature as fuck. Don't get me wrong. I'm so, 100%. I'm so fucking moron. You still came late today. Yeah, I still came late. I'm so fucking moron. That's a reoccurring topic. That's maybe my favorite <laughs> reoccurring topic of the week, why you came late. Dude, but <laughs> if, but you, if you're always late to something, are you really Asian? That's the next topic. <laughs> if you're consistently late, then you're consistently on time. <laughs> this whole thing about health, health and, and uh, finding a balance is kind of a privilege. Oh, man, because yeah. if you look back on... Going back to what we talked about before, you know, mm -hmm. if you're just trying to survive in this country, if right. you're coming here with $20 in your pocket and you're just trying to survive, your mental health or your physical health is the last thing on your mind. Survival mode. It's 100% wealth, 0% health at that point, which is difficult. Yeah. You and I are privileged because we don't have that struggle. So we can try to consciously think about stuff like that. You know, first world problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, man. I look at my parents, 90% yeah. work. And even at this stage in your life, it's still like that. Once you get wired into that yeah. mind frame of min-max every minute of my life, right. I can tell you for sure that my parents are way too obsessed with working and money. Mm. Not in a negative way. Dude, it's kind of like your dad, remember? Like, he's technically retired. And remember yeah. he was trying to do, like, Uber Eats because he's just bored? Yeah, he was just bored during COVID. I'm not lying. I kind of wish my dad was like that, too, though. <laughs> I even wanted him to do I was like, yo, dad, why don't you be, like, a taxi driver again? He's like, oh, I can't do that. I'm like, what the f yeah, just do it. See? My dad had that struggle. He was so wired to working all the time that when, when COVID hit and he couldn't work, kind of like fell into some bad mental health habits. Cabin fever. Right. He's so wired to work and just go out there and do stuff that being at home for, for such an extended period of time was not good for his mental health. Mm. And it's strange because you and I talk about mental health in terms of not working so much. Right. It's crazy like how everyone has, a, everyone has their own level of what's normal, their tolerance. And that's when you start really seeing, like, not everyone's really the same. Like you said, like, your dad, he couldn't get enough of working. My dad, <laughs> like, he doesn't want to hear the word work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's so crazy. Yeah, this word is forbidden in our house. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll leave the house. I'm just like, these motherfuckers are fucking chilling at home. I'm not going to lie. I hate that, too, though. I'm like, oh, I love being fucking lazy couch potato and mm -hmm. just, like, you know, watching Netflix. And um, But is your dad... um? Not happy, but is he content? He's very content. That's right. a, that's the thing he is. Yeah, so, he really is. Right. For his Which, mental health, not right. going out there and working so much, not worrying about every single dollar is doing him better than oh, going out there and struggling. Man, fuck that. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, you know, stop hating on your dad, man. He's a good guy. I love my dad. Yeah. You know, it's just, your dad loves me. Yeah, yeah, he does. He he's, does. He really does, man. He's like, oh, Linji, good man. Good man. <laughs> really, he's a man. He's just like that. Good man. Yo, he has a son now. Good, good, good. Good, he's a man. I'm like, okay, dad, chill. We definitely heard stories about like Asian parents working so hard and they accrue like a lot of money and they're, mm -hmm. you know, hard fucking workers. But at the same time, it's like, it's not enough. Can you just relax and yeah. just like enjoy it? And you can see how money can destroy families or be the root of all evil. You're making more money. Right. But at the same time, you're... Uh your expectations from life increase in proportion like, to money. Let me ask you, like, when is enough enough? For me, I always think like, you know, as long as I have like a property that I can live in and a car, 
And yeah. it's just some money saved in the bank and yeah. just some stocks and crypto. Okay, I'm good. I'll, I'll be fine. As long as social security doesn't die or something. <laughs> in terms of when enough is enough, I keep saying it. Just what do you want from life? Mm. For me now, if I have my basics covered, food on the table, the I generally Lamborghini. Speak, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. I got that 2009 RAV4 in the garage. <laughs> I'm not getting a new car until that thing dies. <laughs> um. Just give that paint shop. Just have it look good. <laughs> my expectations on life have dramatically changed to the point where I wouldn't call myself a minimalist or Marie Kondo kind of thing, but Ooh, I, hey. I would say that I don't need much for my life. I have mm. a house right now. It's beautiful. I'm house poor. I feel so poor. I'm house poor, but I have a house. <laughs> and this house is a modestly sized house, but it, it's already too big for my needs. I joke with my wife that I wouldn't mind just retiring one day in a mm. like one, two bedroom apartment located somewhere that I want to live. That's what I would be happy with. Right. So enough for me is already what I have. Finding that balance is very difficult. And that's why Asian Americans, especially, are always struggling to find that balance. That bar is always being raised. Right. Circumstantial. Beautiful home, by the way. I'm on the same page to say, like, I would love to just have, like, a really nice, spacious apartment. I always have this fear, like, like if I lived in a home, because I never lived in a home. I lived in an apartment all my yeah. life. The thought of, like, they could just, if someone wanted to break in, they could break in. I don't know why. That's, like, my, <laughs> That's your biggest fear. Yeah, but, like, in an apartment, I'm, like, the chance of them coming <laughs> to my specific door is, like, fucking impossible. Very quickly, mm -hmm. do you think there's any way to change someone's thought processes on money? On money? Oh, yeah. Uh, not us changing their thoughts, but I think they just need to go through something. And I think health is a big part of it. Like, you have to go through some, like, near-death experience to be like, oh, my God, it's not all about working. So I it's not to too late for all the Asians out there that care too much about money? No, like, unfortunately, something traumatic might have to happen. They, don't, they get into a car crash, and the doctor says, like, you should have been dead. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God. It's kind of sad that it would really have to take things like that. Yeah, that's that's uh, nature of the beast with us, us stupid people, right? Yep. <laughs> okay, we love our rich Asian people. We yes. love our rich Asian people. Not because we care about money, just because we like seeing them on the news. Right. Do you know who's the richest Asian person in the world right now, according to Forbes 2021? Uh, Jeremy Lin. Number one richest Asian person, <laughs> Mukesh Ambani from India. Oh. Oh, how much money do you think this fool has? Oh man, way too much. Is it is it in the billions? Oh, definitely in the billions. Okay, okay. definitely. Like his his worth. His worth. A hundred billion. Pretty much a hundred and two billion as of oh, as of September twenty twenty one. Shit, that's crazy. Yeah, God, it's it's getting to the point where like we're gonna have trillionaires. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. But he's the richest so, Asian person in the whole world. He owns so some company called Reliance Industries. Sorry to anyone from India. I don't know what Reliance Industries is. Yeah. According to Google, it's India's most valuable company. Energy, chemicals, gas, telecommunications, that media, textiles. Fuck. Uh, I'm not going to get sounds... into why it may or may not be shitty. but <laughs> That sounds shady, bro. But this guy <laughs> is the 10th richest person, period, in the world. And the richest and the Asian richest person. Asian. Wow. Crazy. You know who's my favorite rich Asian person? Jack Ma. Jack. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Is he still in China prison? Yeah, man. He's fucked. Did they let him out for yard time? <laughs> you remember he went missing? Oh, not missing, but... He was missing. He, <laughs> he was missing. Let's he real, wasn't dude. seen for he two, three months or something? That motherfucker was kidnapped, bro. <laughs> that was when Alibaba, the company, was going public. Yes. And then suddenly he said something... About which, the government. Uh, he right? said something about the government. He's not even the richest Chinese person. There's like three richer Chinese person than that. Damn. I looked at the list. 
I have no idea who they are. I just know Jack Ma because he owns Alibaba. Are they also kidnapped? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're good boys. Okay. They're good boys. They keep their mouth shut. Jack Ma is pretty like... He's a pretty public figure. He is. I like hearing him talk. He has yeah. like, a very gentle... I just love how he talks. Philosophical and like, yeah. gentle. It's soothing. Yeah. Uh, the dude that owns the Nets. The Chinese guy. He the also Brooklyn also, Nets of yeah. NBA. Go Knicks though. Fuck the Nets. But if... if if you want to send us tickets, please. <laughs> man, all this talk about people's financial you know, decisions. Man, so poor. I can't even buy like a tenth of a Bitcoin. At least you have your mental health. At least I have my mental health. I feel rich. I feel rich. So yeah, shout out to Joe Sai. He's the vice chairman, vice president of Alibaba. Oh, he's another Alibaba. Yeah. It's like the whole company. It's yeah, just like man. pooping out rich Chinese people all over the place. I shouldn't shit on Joe though because it's really cool at least seeing like prominent like Asian figure. You know, and he seems pretty Americanized here. You oh, know what I mean? He? In New York. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a cool thing. It's cool that like, oh, it's a Asian dude that runs the nets. Yeah. Good culture breaker. Mm -hmm. Do you think rich Asian people uh -huh. have a civic responsibility to like do more for their culture? Yes. But I'm also scared that like they're only doing it for to make more money. Even if it's like from a place of Good intentions. It's still it's, in part to do with making more money. It's just a sham. It's like a PR move. It's a sham. It's, yeah, if it's a PR move and it gets results, then do it. Yeah, that's you know, true. Because pe people always shit on rich people and doing things and saying it's not 100% genuine or it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. But if it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, yeah. and even if it's a PR move and even if they're making more money from it somehow, uh -huh. like if you're trying to stop Asian hate... Oh, and man. you have these rich Asian people that's, Still bad. That, that's pumping money into it. Yeah. And if they're just doing it for our PR, but it's helping in some tangible way, why what, are you going to shit on matter? that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, who yeah. gives a shit if it's Because if you care about just stopping Asian hate yeah, and Jack so Ma says, here's a million dollars to like do something with it, right. take that money. You know, Shake hands with them. Take a picture for the uh, newspapers. I really did want Andrew Yang being the mayor. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, man. Who's the guy that... Andrew Yang is rich, right? Yeah, he's pretty rich too. He's like um, it's like a tech person, Silicon Valley and all that. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's, he's got yeah, that tech so money. He's got that tech money, bro. But yeah, it would have been nice too because I I thought he was very like progressive. He was a good representation. I felt, and yeah. I thought it would have been really really cool if he was the mayor. But let's get real. Like, let's get real. You just oh. wanted that universal income. Oh man, yes, dude. That yo, imagine that social security and being in New York. Goddamn, you New Yorkers fucked up. Let's uh, wrap this up. Yes, sir. Uh, with our favorite segment, ranting and raving. Tell me if this is weird. Dude, like, I saw a guy, like, jogging through the cemetery. Into the cemetery? Yeah, like, he's just jogging through. Like, I'm in the car. Yeah. And then you just see him, like, running along the same direction, the path. That's like, weird. It is, right? Are cemeteries public? Uh, yeah, is technically. It? Yeah. Are they? Because you could. No. Yeah, dude. What if you just want to go visit? It's like a company that runs it, isn't it? You know, let's say you buried someone yeah. and you want to go visit. It's open to the public certain times. It's like pseudo public, pseudo. Exactly. But like this motherfucker was like, you know, he looked like a jogger. He's just running through. I'm just like. And it's weird as a spectator. And it, you would think it'd be more weird for him. Dude, like he was straight up just jogging. Oh, you know something that really bothers me? Definitely a first world problem. Mm-hmm. How come nowadays when you go to someone's house or their apartment, mm -hmm. instead of ringing the damn doorbell, yeah. you still text them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't always have my phone near me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just talking about you. I'm just talking about people in general. I feel a little tired. I'm outside your door. Bro, just ring the doorbell. Yeah. Like the doorbell is there for a reason. Yeah. People are just so hooked on sending a that message. Technology. Yeah, we're getting dumber. 
We are. We are. They could be standing in front of the doorbell, and I see them on the camera, and they're just texting me that they're outside, but, but, <laughs> but they're not ringing the doorbell. Yeah, I know. Someone comes by, and they tell me mm -hmm. they're outside, and I know that they're outside. I just kind of stand on the opposite side of the door for a while, mm -hmm. and just see how long it takes for them to ring the doorbell. Do you remember, like, back then, it was really exciting when we had, like, home phones? It was really exciting to get a phone call. Yeah, landlines. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, what's... <laughs> home phones. <Landline>. Home <laughs> it was really exciting getting a phone call, like, in the early evening, you know, it's like, oh, who's calling me? You know, and you pick up, it's like, oh, shit, Lindsay, yo, what's up, dude? It's like, yo, did you watch the episode of Blah Blah? It's playing right now. You know why I think it's better now? Because you can call me, and I can look at it, say it's you, and then put the phone back down. Wow. No, you miss it a little. That's back the benefits then. of technology. Back then, when you actually, like, someone rang your doorbell, it was like, oh, shit, who could that be? It was a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise. You never felt like that when you were younger? Dude, never. Never? Never. Oh, man. I just to be left alone. <laughs> That does it for today's episode. Oh, it's nice chatting with you. Likewise, this was a fun. This was a fun episode. Personal, engaging. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, this is kind of weird because I feel like I feel I'm spending a bit too much time on all this. No, not, not a little bit. You are. I feel bad. I feel uh, bad. Yes. Even your wife was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Bro? I don't want to say it's a passion project, but more, it's, <laughs> but more, it's like an exercise in futility. It's good therapy. Follow us on all the socials at Worst Asian Pod. If you're too lazy for any of that or I'm speaking way too fast, go to WorstAsianPod.com. That's www.WorstAsianPod.com. Damn. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get one of those Amazon <laughs> referral links and I'll stick it at the bottom of this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I don't want your money. I want Amazon's money. Oh, shit. All right, come back next week. We're going to be talking about interracial Asian dating. Ooh. Bye-bye. See ya.